Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Coming up in just a little bit this hour, Adam Sandler will be on. So pretty excited about that. I do want to check in, Amy, about your party you had. You had a bunch of moms from the neighborhood that you had invited over. No kids, right? No kids. Well, and just, the point was? Uh, to create community within our neighborhood and just get to know one another. But really the point was? I to get to know people and be a friendly neighbor. Uh-huh. And for my neighbors to like me. Uh-huh. Amy had go. some issues in her last neighborhood. It wasn't her fault. It wasn't my fault. I don't think. It was a misunderstanding. Where apparently all the neighborhood moms no, one. Signed, signed a letter and one said, we mom. don't want you here. But she represented all of them. Yeah, she said she did anyway. Yeah. No, they didn't They didn't want me to leave. They actually said, hey, I hope our kids can hang out after she sent me a really rude email. But yeah, apparently I just didn't wave enough, but I didn't know anybody was there to wave at. So new, new neighborhood, new life. All right. Yeah, like I moved in my neighborhood during COVID, couldn't really get together. And I'm like, you know what? Now there's no excuse. Wide open. Sent out texts, emails, figured out. I mean, some of the women that came over, I had never even seen their face before. So people showed up. Yes. Wow. I would never go to somebody random house. Yeah, seven, <laughs> seven total. Wow. And I feel like it went really well. I guess that's my, I don't know how the other women felt, but we, the group text message chain, you know, the next day was, last night was so fun, we'll do it again. So I guess they thought it went well too. So there were people you'd never met before that showed up? Yeah. Like I would have passed them at the grocery store and never known never they were my neighbor. Yeah. Oh. Letter, yeah. No, I wouldn't have known they were my neighbor. I just had never, we'd never been outside at the same time or something. I just had never seen their face. And I was like, Which is Come crazy they in. came to your house. Yeah. 
I'm not going to somebody's house. I've never seen their face before. I think it was a <laughs> trap. We were friends with like another neighbor that was coming. And so they, you know, came over together. So you all hang out. What do you do? Well, I had, it's kind of, everyone was kind of standing around like in, you know, groups of two. Spin the bottle, talking. classic. <laughs> no. And I had, you know, wine and cheese and crackers for that vibe. Because I was like, is that the vibe of this neighborhood? So then just in case that wasn't the vibe, I also had margaritas and guacamole. Stripper. Oh, <laughs> that's so, another vibe. That's she had it. another room ready in case that one. No. So I was like, here's two sections where you can choose from whatever your vibe. And then we sat around the table and I have these. Uh, like icebreaker cards, concrete conversations, and we asked, we pulled questions from the jar. Was it weird like a first date at first, wherever you're just kind of like, I don't really know how to proceed here? Yeah, I mean, we were, everyone was just kind of talking to someone they knew, but then once I said, okay, let's gather around the kitchen table, we all sat around, we played the game, and that, you know, opened people up, and they were like level one questions, so easy stuff. And then we all talked about how we're going to do something again, like maybe a cooking class altogether, or we're all going to go play pickleball. So do you like them? Yes. Do you have a favorite? Do you have one you want to be your friend, like you really dialed in on? I, I, they're she all does. lovely. She does. She doesn't want to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're and, here, and here's the thing about a lot of people. They're all aren't lovely. They were. Everyone at that table was lovely. Nice. They could have been lovely that night, but we all have personality differences. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, you know, if these people talk to my last neighbor, I'm not lovely. Did anyone <laughs> hit you up and want to hang out one-on-one? Mm, not yet, but it's only been oh. Yeah, it'll be coming bit. today, though. But yeah. you know what else it did? I just want to encourage other people to try to do this. Like, get out there, try to meet people it. in your space, because you never know when you might need their help, and... Or your kids can get connected. Because my kids aren't necessarily really plugged in with the other kids. Because, again, we just don't see each other. And, boom, Stevenson's already had two play dates since that gathering. They're still called play dates at, like, 11? No, I don't say <laughs> that okay, to him. But I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> got it. He's got already it, it. hung M- out two new with friends. neighborhood kids because the mom said, hey, my son's walking up the street. And I'm like, sweet, I'll send Stevenson out. Well, that's weird too. I'm gonna. <laughs> Why? What's weird? I'll just send them out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Go play. Get outside, child. Uh, that's awesome, though. I'm really proud of you that you yeah. did that. Mm-hmm. You stayed with it. You had everybody over. You paid for it. Yeah, we're going to do it again, too. Yeah, good. And it'll feel good. Next time I need to get an egg for something, I'm not going to go to the Boom, store. Boom, you've already invested. <laughs> that's right. I'm just going to my neighbor's Eggs house. Eggs and sugar for everybody. Yeah. Yes. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm wondering if it would be okay to date my best friend's ex-girlfriend. They were together for 10 years, Mm. but she has recently shown interest in me. For context, he abruptly broke off the relationship a couple years ago, and he up. And he moved his whole life to Minnesota. He doesn't show any signs of wanting to get back with her ever. So is it okay for me to date her? Since he's the one who did the breaking up. He's my best friend. Curious in the Ville writes that email. I would just say generally no. It's not a good move. Yeah, there's a lot of history there. I would say you can. It's a free world, free country. But you'll probably lose the friendship. It's which would you rather do? Date her or be his best friend? Because most likely they both aren't going to work. Also, most likely it's not going to work with her long term. Just because you play the odds, most people you date, you don't marry. Matter of fact, usually only one or maybe two. So I would say it's probably not worth it to put the strain on your best friend. And that if you feel like you have to, I would talk to him. But that's a weird conversation. And that's 10 years. 
and he's got a lot more history with her, that'd be weird to me too. I mean, that, all of it's weird. I'm going to say I'd probably avoid it unless you just have this huge calling like she could be my soulmate. Yeah. And even then... Whew, even I, then you ask, and then you know yeah. he, he might say, yeah, go for it. It's still going to be probably weird. Not. Even if he says go for it, remember he... Hey, he's seen it all. But he up and moved <laughs> to Minnesota. I know, but he's seen it all. That's yeah. what you're saying. You just won't be best friends anymore. You may still be buddies, but if you're with her, regardless of what happened to them, you won't be best friends anymore. Yeah. Guys, would we agree with that? Yeah. Yes. That's very true. You can't go on vacation together. You can't ever go visit him with her. It's so it's awkward. All... you got to go bros before. Okay. What? <laughs> or if you don't, just know that it, you won't be as close of bros anymore. Hmm. Or how about this encouraging story? It's not. Okay. Go ahead, though. Hit us with it. Okay. I know couples that were divorced, then they each remarried, and now they all vacation to each other. Both They, they like, switch partners? Yes. That's called swinging. No. (laughs) No. That's rare, Yes. I know it's rare, but it's still a a story of hope. But but none of this is happening here. (laughs) So I'm going to say don't do it, buddy. If you do do it, you can have a conversation with him. That's going to be tough. But just realize if you do do that... It's never going to be the same with you and your boy. Right. That's that's the problem with you doing, you know? <laughs> All right. That's the mailbag. Thank you, guys. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Adam Sandler. Adam, what's happening, man? It's Bobby. Hi, Bobby. How are you, buddy? As a, you know, sports guy and a comedy guy, like the movie being about basketball and your love of basketball was the movie an outlet for you to play more basketball selfishly? Like, is, was like <laughs> this would be a good movie to do because you could play more? Bobby, I had the worst thing happen to an old man. I played a lot when we were there. The first part of the movie we shot, played hoop every day, had a great time. Then the second half of the movie, because we had to separate two halves because of the, the pandemic, we had to not do contact uh, basketball for a while. And then when we... When it was safe enough, all the guys started showing up, playing hoop. I played for uh, maybe a few weeks with the guys. It was incredible. And then my stupid groin popped <laughs> with some weird. And then I was like limping around. Everybody would be like, why are you walking like that? I, it was humiliating. So I got nothing. Those viral videos of you playing pickup ball, and it's always highlights. Yeah. I've never seen a viral video of you sucking. It's always like Sandler dominates, like – uh, you know, uh, yeah. dro- dropping dimes. Are you that good I, all the time, or are they just selective on what they put up? No, I'm that good all the time. Nice. No, 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 that's no. what I thought. <laughs> no, you know I suck many times <laughs> out there. There are, are times, though, Bobby, where I'll go, why would they show that and not this? Because I had a killer pass that day. And then I'll, I'll sometimes, when I'm out there playing, and I notice the cameras come up and the kids are shooting me and stuff, I'm like, I make a nice pass. I look up, I'm like, Nobody caught that? That was a good <laughs> moment, man. We would have loved that one. At the start of the movie, you know, your character becomes an assistant coach for the 76ers. And I wonder with your knowledge and fandom of basketball, do you think that you could actually be a low-level assistant coach in the college or NBA level with what you have now? Nah, I, couldn't, I couldn't execute plays or execute – I couldn't memorize all the stuff. I'm, I don't even know every rule. I, I get – confused with what's a charge and not a charge sometimes I, I don't know enough the movie's about your character chasing his dream and your character says that uh, people in their 50s don't have dreams but i just asking you as a person do you still have dreams at this point with all that you've done i'm very thankful that i get to do all this stuff i i i'm probably still driven like i, I used to be as a kid 
I, 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 when I commit to something, I try to go full tilt and be as good as I can. But I don't think I dream about it as much as I dream about my, my kids having a good life now. You know, they're 13 and 16, so you, I think about that a lot now. I'm like, oh, man, I just please hope they have happiness and, and, and they get to dive into whatever they're dying to do, that, that they get to do it. Do you, speaking of basketball, do you play uh, 2K at all? No, no, no. I, I know I, my buddies do, but I don't, I don't do. I really don't do much besides regular hoop. And how much do you get to play uh, uninjured? Do you try to play every day, or, or how do you stay active I, other than basketball? Before the groin, sometimes seven days a week, but most of the time maybe five. It's like my guaranteed sweat, or, or my guarantee when I eat crappy food, I go, oh my god, I better <laughs> go play hoop, you know, to get rid of that. Uh, Hustle, such a good movie, again, especially for me. I was a big fan of you, a big fan of sports movies. And when you did Uncut Gems, you know, I felt like you were snubbed uh, a nomination. Uh, <laughs> do you feel like when you nail a serious movie that you want to do it yeah. and you don't get the nomination, which I thought, I thought you were going to get it, honestly. It's like, so I just thought it was going to be there. And when it wasn't, I was disappointed for you because we're best friends and stuff. But do you feel like when you almost <laughs> nail it that you should go back and do another one because you've, gotten so close to it and it's like you're there they just need you to do one more real serious movie in, you know in a row I, I don't know man i don't even know what i think anymore like when i did that gems movie i just that oscar stuff kind of comes out up and, and they, they start talking about it and blah 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 oh maybe this and that and then i started going oh, well if, if i got to uh if i got to go and talk about this and run around and, and meet people who vote and all that stuff i was like let me just let me just say I want this thing real bad. I got to tell you, it wasn't on my mind in real life. When I came out to Hollywood as a kid, I just wanted to be Eddie Murphy, man. I didn't think about an Oscar. But when I do stuff like this, I do I do my best. I, I work at my ass off, and I do want it to be – I don't want to let people down. I don't want to let people – the directors down, the people who put the money into it all. I, I try to do as good as I can, and then also – you know, my, my kids get psyched uh, if I'm good good in a movie. It's fun to come home and talk about hard work and scenes that I did that were interesting. I don't I, I don't know, man. The Oscar thing that probably makes people nuts. I just just uh, just gonna try to do good. You mentioned Eddie Murphy, and I've heard people say that the first time they met you that they were so intimidated by uh, how funny you are, how funny they've seen you be, maybe and. Uh, movies, television, et cetera, or even on stage, which, by the way, your last special was so freaking good. Uh, who oh, wa who was it for you that you saw once you started to make it New York or L.A. that was so funny you made you, you almost were intimidated because you're like, I'm not that. Wow. There's a bunch of those in my early days where I would go, oh, my God, how did he do that? How did she do that? Uh, Kevin Meany, there was a comedian, Kevin Meany, when he went on stage, he would destroy so hard that it was just humiliating you didn't know how to go after him you know rodney dangerfield when i was young that that, that was my guy that made me get into this and, and and eddie and but there's been a lot of comedians over the years that i see that i just go well i don't want to go on after that that's too good <laughs> when you finish a movie like hustled do you hate being done with it is it such a, a joy or are you like that was awesome i'm ready to finish it so we can get it out there which one is it you know, you don't, you don't, it's a weird thing when you have it and it's still your secret. There's some sort of confidence you got like, yeah, man, that, that that's going to come out in a month or two months or 
in six months. You kind of have it in your pocket. It feels great. And then the closer you get to it coming out, you go, oh, no, man, it's about to go out. And then it's not mine anymore. And it's then it's like once a movie's released, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm I'm like a little bit sick where I'm just like, all right, I better get going again. Figure something out. Get get move on to the next one. And it and it kind of goes away in your brain a bit. I like I like hearing about it on the street. If somebody talks to me about a movie from the past, I I, I like hearing about what they like and uh, if they connected or not. But once a movie comes out like Hustle, I'll be like, all right, man, let's see what's next. We, we got to get to work. All right, last one for you. So when you work with athletes that are so tall yet still are able to move like deer, like a seven-footer like Dirk, they can still be like a, a, a way better athlete than I could ever be. But he's also, I mean, that it's almost like a science experiment that shouldn't work the way it does. <laughs> does it ever just get normal to you and you just like, yeah, that's just how it is. They're just seven-foot and awesome. Uh, I mean, dude, I, I'm not, Wancho is insane. All the guys – all the guys that were in the movie, when they would just move, it's a whole other level of movement. You know that. But I'll tell you what, Boban, yeah. just shooting around, Boban, he's seven, what is he? I don't know, seven something. Like seven four he, or something like that? Something like that, right? His hands are so gigantic. His body's built. He's massive. But he's like moves smooth. When he takes a shot, so, it's got like the softest touch. It's, it's just it's a whole other thing. Like, like you said, I, I don't know how they do it. All right. I hope everybody watches Hustle. It's so good. Uh, watch it on Netflix. Also going to be in select theaters. Look for it. Adam, just a big fan. Just appreciate you, and thanks for the time. And I would wish you success, was- but you don't need it. So you can wish me success. Would you wish me success at the end of this? I've never done this before, so let me have it. Bobby, you got a lot of success coming. You're very cool. You're very nice to me. Thank you for that. And uh, you're, you're smooth as hell, man. I, and you, you got a lot of good stuff coming. There we have it. We heard it right there. Adam, thanks, buddy. All right. Uh, g- later, guys. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. About a month ago, Aaron was on vacation in Alabama. He's snorkeling off the coast, and he looks down, and there's some teeth smiling at him. He's like, what in the world? Someone had dropped their dentures in the water. <laughs> and he is like, that's funny. So he went down and got him, and his wife and him decided to do a denture adventure. They started snapping photos <laughs> of the dentures on vacation. <laughs> And then he finally posted it on Facebook. He's like, hey, I found these dentures off the coast of Alabama. And some guy in Wisconsin was like, hey, those are my teeth, man. I was on vacation. I lost them. And he Do you re- still take them back and put them in? Yes, because yeah. they're $2,000 to replace. Wow. So the guy got his dentures back, and the dentures got a good vacation out of it. It's the name of my band in high school, Denture Adventure. <laughs> that's hilarious. We toured all over Central Arkansas. We were so good nonstop. Wow, I, that's weird to have those teeth and somebody else had them for a long time. Yeah. But I guess you just clean them up. Yeah, you're dropping yourself on the toilet. You got to. You just clean it up and go on with life. All right, good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Over to Brienne in Ohio. Hey, Brienne, how's it going? Um, Casey Musgrave hasn't been on the show yet, and she's on both of our Mount Rushmores, and I was just wanting to know about that. Yeah, I, I would love to have Casey on. I know we've tried a couple of times, and I think at one point she was coming on, but I was out of town. Uh, and then one point she wasn't coming on, and I was here. See? Um, we just haven't been able to do it because when she was doing her last press, uh, I wasn't in the studio or something like that. But I love her. I'm a massive Casey fan, and you know when it comes to my favorite contemporary country artists, you go, here's my Mount Rushmore. Casey, contemporary. Ooh, it's just one head. 
Yeah, I think it's just one head. <laughs> uh, up there. Stapleton. Chris Stapleton would be another contemporary country artist that I'd put this, on there. This would be a lot of heads, but Old Dominion. They'd just be represented by one head. head okay. So Matt Ramsey. Okay. Because they put out, yeah. So if I had to put another contemporary artist, oof, that's tough. Why? What, who do you think for me? I mean, I don't know. Maybe There's a lot. Brett. That that. I mean, Brett's a good one. Eldridge. Hmm. Brett. Marin. Um, but who would I listen to? Jerks. Like if I'm picking their music. What I'm, about Luke just because you like Luke? No, but Luke, I can't do that because I'm going to take. Brian or Luke Combs? I'm going to go with. I'm just going to go with. Brett. Brett. Okay. Yeah. So that there's not they, con- like contemporary vibes, not much yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Let's do the ten richest country singers in the world yes. and their net worth. You guys want to do that? Uh huh. All right. Number ten. Which, by the way, all, they're all very, very rich. But at number ten is Alan Jackson. He's worth over 160 million dollars. Made a bunch of money last year, plus 54 million. So everybody you- we're talking about after this is over 160 million. Yeah. Number nine and number eight are tricky because it's combined. Over 165, but it's Faith and Tim combined. They're worth 170. This says. Huh. So, but they both have that net worth because it's their husband and wife. Yeah. Oh, you don't like that? I don't like that. No, because they're individual like, artists. Yeah, you feel like. They'd- That's they're not fair ne- to Alan okay. and his wife. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> number seven, Kenny Chesney at 200 million bucks. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. He makes about 42 million bucks per year. And number six, Kenny Rogers. I guess his estate is worth 250 million. Number five, George Strait, worth 300 million bucks. I wonder if you have that much money, if money even matters. Like, does money even matter? Do you ever think about it? Is there any? No, because I want to be honest. You don't think? No way they think about money. Do prices, does it matter? Do they go, how much is that? No, they just say, buy it. Do they, I don't know. Do they make all their money by making smart business decisions, so therefore they maintain that heads? I don't know. Yeah. I bet you can have this private conversation with someone. I don't want to have a private. I want to have it on the air. But what if it's private and then you told everyone on I the air? I can't do that. I would never, I would never do that. You can't go off the record and then bring it on the record. Yeah, Eddie, you know that. Journalist oh, 101. I know. Number four, Dolly Parton, $350 million. She's got to be worth more than that. Mm-hmm. Number three, Toby Keith, $365 million bucks. All in merch. I make I make that in at night and merch. I feel like he definitely doesn't think about money. <laughs> but he made a bunch of money from t- Taylor Swift uh. because he was one yeah, of the, the best big investors in that the, the label, which had Taylor. There you go. Uh, Garth Brooks at number two. Number two. Number two. Yeah, almost wow. ha- almost half a billion dollars. I still think he's worth more than that. See, can't, why can't he be Garth and Trisha? They would dominate. That's a great point. That's my. That's the faith in Tim. That is a great point. And number one, any guesses? Most rich. I, I mean, mean, is Taylor considered? That's what I would guess. Is Taylor in the genre? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I go Johnny Cash. What's weird is that uh, Kenny Rogers one is the only dead one. I'm surprised oh, okay. they would take. So no, it's a lot an alive person. So no estate. So it's someone alive uh-huh. at Shania. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's it. Man, she's like worth more than Garth, which is That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, around the same amount, but they say, I think Garth's worth more than they're giving him credit for here. Let's just say Garth was logged into his checking account the other day and it happened behind him. <laughs> at the ATM? And I just happened to see. He left his receipt at the ATM. He clicked and I looked, I looked at it. He left that paper receipt on top of the thing and I kept it for myself. <laughs> Morgan was born in the 90s. 
So we're having her review things that she hasn't seen because it was right before she started really watching movies or TV shows. She has reviewed Seinfeld and gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Back to the Future got a 4 out of 5. The Karate Kid, a 4.5 out of 5. Austin Powers, 1. Dumb. (laughs) One groovy baby out of five. Ridiculous. So here we are, Morgan. We're going to review The Goonies. Yes. We had you watch that movie. What'd you think? I'm going to be honest. The writing was pretty rough to watch now. Like, it's pretty cheesy. It's a very cheesy and, like, just, I don't know. There's not a lot of, like, plot and stuff in it. So I was pretty bored. It's a great plot. What do you mean a plot? I don't know. Well, and this is hard, too, because I just saw the new movie, Uncharted, and it's literally the same story. So, Tell me in your mind what you think the Goonies is about. It's about this group of kids who, you know, they live in a really unfortunate area and they go on adventures to spend their time. And so they decided to go out and hunt for treasure after they found something in their dad's attic. And then they get chased by these crazy people and they end up finding the treasure and, you know, all is good in the end. What about Sloth? Oh, yeah, I know Sloth. He was part of the whole whole shebang that happened. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like you like it. I'm going to be honest. I've heard uh, better lead-ins than this. Yeah. Goonies, Morgan. What do you give it? Yeah, it was. It was it was cheesy, and I wouldn't watch it again. So for that reason, I'm giving it two out of five truffle shuffles. Two out of five. It's a kid's movie. Yeah, I mean, my kids watched it in the last year or my so, and they loved too. it. My kids, too. They loved it. Yeah. Uh, from 1985, The Goonies. And my kids are hard to impress. At one hour, 51 <laughs> minutes. Guys, don't hate her for opinion. We oh, had her watched I know. Up and rated it. Yeah, it's a good movie. And I do think comparable, like I watching Uncharted, and I'm like, oh, this is a great movie with all the effects and all the new I don't technology. Know what that is. Yeah, Uncharted. It's with Tom Holland. It's like big blockbuster movie. It's based on a video game. He's your Goonie? He's, I'm telling you, it's literally the same storyline. So seeing that and then seeing like the old school one, I was like, well, I just have Uncharted now. I could go without seeing the Goonies. Mm. Uh, so you give that two out of five. Okay, yeah. Shawshank Redemption got a five out of five from her. Of course. And Saved by the Bell got three out of five leg warmers. Okay. Well, the Goonies does not rate well. Yeah. I do not like that review. Everybody got mad at her. Yeah. <laughs> That's her opinion. Really got mad at her. Uh, her next assignment is Beavis and Butthead from 1993. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, <I> <laughs> she hated that. the Goonies? Okay. Yeah, this is not going to be good. I just feel it. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Season one has nine episodes. They're only 27 minutes each. So we'll have you watch five. Okay. Five episodes. Of season one, there's no, like, tricky situation with Beavis and Butthead, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Here's a voicemail from Becca in Kentucky. I just want to have a complaint slash compliment for a second. Amy is way too good at doing her commercials because her commercials sound so similar to her segments that she does. So if she can sound a little bit more fake <laughs> on those commercials, that'd be great. And that way I don't accidentally skip through with the segment. Thank you. That's funny. Got him. That's the goal. Got him. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good job, Amy. If you could do your commercials like this, though, well, what is Amy for Ideal Image? <laughs> can you try to do a DJ voice? Give us one. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> you, just <laughs> you just did. everybody. It's Ideal Image. Well, everybody coming at you. Hey, uh, coming at you in the ones and twos. Okay, a little was bit. Is that better? Yeah. I don't know. I feel awkward. Ones and twos. <laughs> That's like a DJ. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. 1950s okay, coming record up at the DJ. top of the hour, we're going <laughs> to... Like a song. I don't know if that would work. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't really. have it. Yeah, just DJ keep doing a good job. I just have my voice. Uh, from Seattle, 98.9 The Bull, here's Lisa. 
I have a trivia question for you. So Scotty McCreary's new song, Damn Straight, references seven different George Strait songs. Do you guys know what those are? Anyway, love you guys. I don't. Yeah. Oh, you do? I don't. Well, I mean, I can't rattle the seven off, but every time he mentions it, I'm like, oh, it's a good song. Don't know that I've heard it all the way through. Oh, you have? Oh, Mm. (laughs) that song is a jam. Yeah, it's good. I, I know the chorus. Yeah. Don't blink. No, no, damn, damn straight. Close. Okay, so you can you can name them. Yes, just trust us. When the Lisa. song is playing, I can name it. Yeah, I'm sure I could too. I always hear just the beginnings of songs going into it. If I play it in the end of song coming out of it, because always if there's a song and I'm trying to figure out the next segment with Mike, we're like, what do we do next? He's like, I don't know. We're on in three seconds. Oh crap! Then we turn the mics on and away we go. Uh, but I could probably figure it out. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So you might be doing all the right things. You get yourself ready for bed, washing your face, drinking a little tea, putting on your cozy PJs. But why are you shaping your head? I don't do any of that. Oh. <laughs> like none of them. I'm like, am I saying something wrong? No, I don't do any of okay. that. Okay, but when you lay down, you're not as relaxed as you thought, and your mind starts racing, well, that's when you sit up and you grab a notepad and a pen by your bed and you do what they're calling a brain dump. And it helps you just get out all your random thoughts and worries before you lay your head on the pillow. And then this will declutter your thoughts and it brings over a sense of calm and then it'll leave that stress making you know sleep easier. You pronounced get on Twitter wrong. I didn't say I'd get on Twitter. Oh, you said get a notepad and pen out. I, I say get on Twitter. <laughs> that's we, actually, we say it differently. That's actually the worst thing you could do. Oh. Because you're exposing I, your eyes to the light from the phone. That's what Kaylin says. She goes, yeah, you're turning on all this blue light. I'm like, it ain't blue, it's white. Look, I'm not in night mode yet. Yeah, I'm going to start living by firelight. Yeah, okay, Abel When the no, sun goes down. You're not. That's how you're going to get the yeah, best okay. sleep. You're going to do it for like two nights and be like, this stinks. <laughs> Let me get on Hulu. Okay. All right. Okay, it's a brain dump. Okay, Try so it. that's what you do. Take a... I don't like the word dump either. Photo dump, brain well, what dump. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Just uh, yeah, uh, get out all your thoughts on paper sure. real quick before you go to bed? Yeah. Dump. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I actually was trying to fix something the other day, and I smacked the remote. I couldn't get it to work. So I smack, smack, and then voila, it started working. <laughs> and believe it or not, there is actually a science behind why sometimes the best way to fix your electronics is smacking them. It's called percussive maintenance, which is where you give a little tap, tap to a product with batteries or older parts, and voila, they start working again. Uh, same strategy with kids? <laughs> a little tap tap? Is that it? No. Just a little tap tap. I, I don't know. I'm asking you guys. It depends on your kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. No right. tap tap at my house. Go ahead. But a percussive maintenance is definitely a temporary fix. And when you are at that stage of fixing something, it means the next step is likely taking it to a professional. My percussive maintenance, batteries. I will hit myself in the face sometimes if I'm not feeling it. Oh. I'll be like, come on, let's go, baby. Focus up. Does that work for you? Sometimes, but it's like a splash of water, mm-hmm. slap on the face. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start calling it that, though. Holy guys, I got to do a little percussive maintenance. <laughs> so that way they won't think I'm crazy. Maybe I need to try some percussive maintenance. Can we do it? Let me try it on you? <laughs> percussive maintenance. All right, what else you got? Well, I have what made Carrie Underwood say this. Oh, you scared me, bud. I'm going to imagine that's a kid. I'm going to imagine it's her kid, and her kid is uh, hiding in the bathtub when she's sitting on the toilet. And she goes, He goes, boo! Good guess. And she's recording that for some reason. <laughs> On the toilet. Yeah. Um, okay, well, here, here's a clip from her video. Oh, you scared me, bud. Look how long this sucker is. Whoa. I'm so shaking. Crap. Woo. Well, nice to meet you. Catch a, catch a mouse or two, okay? 
I'm gonna leave you alone now, and I fully expect you to go away. I'll see you again. Bye bye. It's a snake. It's a snake you in her garden. You guys have the same shed. issue. Yes. I have a snake, and I am not like, oh, buddy, you scared me. I'm don't like, kill it. I'm get, telling you, this, it's I'm not there. Gonna kill it. I'm not going to kill it, but I'm like, ugh, get out of my yard, and I No, you inside. want it there. It's helping you. What is it helping me with? Mice. Yeah, Things are eat eating mice. your... Yeah. Bugs. I, don't, I haven't seen any intruders. mice. Intruders. Who knows? Exactly. It's eating them. Yeah, that's right. Have you seen any intruders or mice? <laughs> have you? Okay. So I'm just supposed to welcome the snake. Just let it's it live. disgusting. Okay. They probably don't like you either. <laughs> Okay. All right. Probably telling its friends. <laughs> she just got to. <laughs> that's my impression of a snake. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Mm-hmm. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So there's a girl named Rania who is in high school in West Virginia, but her parents came over from very small villages in Uganda. So they tell her when we were kids, we didn't have any books. So what she's doing, she's calling it book dessert. She looks around her community. She sees people who need books, and then she starts to raise all these books, all this money. Well, now she has already distributed more than 6,000 books to different Head Start programs in West Virginia. She says learning her grandparents' story has helped her understand who she is and why she wants to give it back. So not only has she done 6,000 in West Virginia so far, she is expanding to help kids in New York, Virginia, and California one donated book at a time. So I thought that was pretty cool. Hey, maybe she'll get Stanley the Dog's first day at school. Oh, Coming yeah. out Thursday, June 14th. <laughs> Bookstores everywhere. That's right. All right, thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 